What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Thursday, April 15th. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, where we are cautioning all ghosts and angels against investing with Bernie Madoff. But we don't need angel investors or demon investors. We need no one messing with this guy. On today's show, the officer who shot Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, is charged. Plus, we'll have some headlines. But first, the latest, where a pause is still on. At this time, ACIP would not provide any uh, wish to vote or put any motions on the table to vote for a change in the current recommendation. So that's Amanda Cohn, a member of the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, or ACIP, as she called it. That committee met yesterday and voted to keep the pause going on the J&J vaccine distribution until they meet again in hopes that there will be more substantial data to make a good recommendation. Yeah, I hope there will be, too. And that meeting can happen as soon as next week. But Akila, how did yesterday's meeting go? What all was said here? Okay, so I'm going to set the scene. It was a very long meeting, like long, like the Snyder Cut. (laughs) And I'm not sure if you followed it, but we heard from a variety of medical experts and community members regarding the risk associated with the J&J shot and several schools of thought about how pausing could affect supply. Here's a clip of Dr. Sarah Long, professor of pediatrics at the Drexel University College of Medicine. She's a member of that CDC committee, and she advocated for waiting a little while to get a clearer picture of the side effects of the one and done shot. I would think we are ready to make an interim decision to continue a pause for at least a month until we see what else uh, comes out about does it occur in men. We now, in the most recent weeks, are immunizing younger and younger individuals. Uh, And we might be able to make some uh, uh, risk-related, more definitive potential use of the vaccine again in a month. And Dr. Long's stance was seconded by another committee member, Dr. Helen Talbot, an associate professor of medicine from Vanderbilt. Dr. Talbot expressed concern about age and underreporting of side effects. So, you know, on the show, we talked about how the six people with severe blood clotting reactions are aged 18 to 48. But she said it's possible it's affecting people over 52, but we just don't know it yet. And that's because other deadly cases of this rare side effect might be overlooked or just chalked up to being a stroke, which are more common in that age group. Right. A lot of interesting questions there. So we also mentioned that these vaccines had been relied on by high-risk individuals who were unhoused or homebound and could not otherwise get a vaccine. What was the latest on that? All right. So everything is being considered. You know, I cannot stress enough that they took a lot of time to weigh the decision to pause the use (laughs) of the vaccine. But specifically to this point, committee member Dr. Camille Cotton, an infectious diseases expert in Massachusetts, flagged that. Putting this vaccine on pause for those of us that are frontline healthcare workers has really been devastating. Um, I agree um, in general that we don't have enough time, but we don't have enough data to make a decision at this time. 
but we were planning on using this vaccine um, in the state of Massachusetts for people who are homebound and otherwise not able to get a vaccine. We were planning on using it for our vulnerable inpatient population, often with many comorbidities and at high risk for disease, but who haven't been able to get um, vaccinated otherwise. And then it certainly was going to be used in um, what may be otherwise underserved uh, populations or populations that aren't able to get mRNA vaccines. So um, I definitely want us to be cautious and very careful with our decision making. Yeah. And I think all of that is a good point and proof that my Kentucky math is not so bad. So the immediate effect of stopping the use of the vaccine absolutely does mean that people who are planning to get it are now going to have to wait since these major inequities in access exist. But especially in a global sense, these medical professionals caution that there were countries hanging in the balance while this decision is being made. One said that the rest of the world is waiting to see if the U.S. declares the J&J vaccine safe before using it too. So while they understand the weight of the potential side effects, time really is of the essence. Yeah, and let's stay on that topic of what it actually means for the rest of the world. So South Africa, for example, was relying on Johnson & Johnson after it scrapped its deal with AstraZeneca. It was the only vaccine in the country. So what are they going to do in the meantime? So they've halted use to be safe, but their backup plan seems to be waiting until May when the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine becomes available to them. In another blow to AstraZeneca, Denmark announced yesterday that it's going to halt usage of their vaccine altogether, which again means they'll be relying on one of the other approved vaccines. It's the first European country to say they're officially done with it. So it's not a great time to have the one-shot version be out of commission. We'll keep you posted mm -hmm. on all the vaccine drama as it unfolds. But now let's turn to policing in America with some news about the officer who shot and killed Dante Wright on Sunday in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. What have we learned? So the Washington County District Attorney who is prosecuting this case said that now former officer Kim Potter will be charged with second degree manslaughter. This is also one of the charges that Derek Chauvin is facing, but he, of course, has others as well. And so in Minnesota, second-degree manslaughter carries a maximum sentence of 10 years or a $20,000 fine or both. Uh, those are quite different ors, but I digress. And Potter, by the way, posted the $100,000 bail to be released from jail yesterday morning. As for who might pay for her defense and a possible fine, well, the Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association has hundreds of thousands of dollars set aside for these exact kinds of cases. What do you know? It's paying for Chauvin's defense and will most likely foot the bill for Potter's. And one note, even though Dante Wright's killing happened in Hennepin County, nearby Washington County is doing the investigation. That's part of an agreement to have neighboring prosecutors investigate police shootings to avoid conflicts of interest. Yeah, and some more details about Kim Potter have come out. And despite making a rookie mistake and allegedly confusing her gun for a teaser, she's anything but a rookie. That's right. She had reportedly worked for the department for 26 years hmm. and actually was training two younger officers when they stopped Wright's car. What's more is that she served as the police union's president and had represented other officers involved in deadly shootings. Yeah, well, if she is the person training people, they probably should get rid of their police force because yikes. Uh, well, mm -hmm. we know that police officers very rarely face consequences for killing people on the job. And we've seen it countless times with white officers and unarmed black people. But how rare are charges for this kind of thing where an officer claims they mistook a gun for a taser? Yeah, I mean, as we know, there is just an insane 
latitude given to police. Most of their shootings are ultimately deemed justified. And then if you do actually get to the point where you're in a courtroom, convictions are a whole other thing. But Mm -hmm. on this mistaken weapon front specifically, there's an interesting New York Times story that dug into how often there are charges. They looked at about 15 cases of this over the past 20 years and found that only five officers were indicted. And of those, only three were found guilty. And they included two cases in which people were killed. That is outrageous. But how did the officers in those three ultimately get convicted? Yeah, so one of the recent examples happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 2015. A white reserve volunteer with the county sheriff's office thought that he had drawn a taser, but he drew a gun and he shot and killed a black man named Eric Harris. The deputy in that case went to jail. And so that officer was also charged with second degree manslaughter. In that case, he was found guilty. That charge is often brought into these cases because all prosecutors have to show is that the officer demonstrated, quote, culpable negligence. And then sometimes there are also civil suits. And when you go that route, you have to get around another protection that exists for police. That is right. Qualified immunity. Uh, Mm -hmm. That happened in 2005 in Minnesota, where the federal court permitted a case against an officer who used a gun instead of a taser. And the victim in that instance was paid $900,000 in a settlement. Yeah, we're never going to stop beating the drum of ending qualified immunity. It is absolutely just despicable. Uh, And we're also going to be following this as well as the Chauvin trial that could move into closing arguments next week. But what is immediately next here in finding justice for Dante Wright? Well, so Potter is set to make her first court appearance today. And if he didn't have enough on his plate already, Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott reportedly wants the state's attorney general, Keith Ellison, to handle the case The AG's office, of course, is overseeing the prosecution of Chauvin. More on all of that soon, but that is the latest for now. It's Thursday Wad Squad, and for today's tip check, we're talking about the latest in celebrity entrepreneurship. The actor who portrayed Steve Urkel in Family Matters, the legend Jaleel White, is launching a cannabis brand. His product line is called It's Purple, (laughs) and it comprises variations of a strain called Purple Urkel. Guys, this is how you leverage an iconic character. The line will launch in California next week. Hallelujah. And um, it got us thinking about the possibilities of other 90s sitcom characters slash vanity weed brand crossovers. So, Gideon, what are we doing today? Well, Akilah, I'm going to read you some options of possible strains that we could develop before reaching out to the investors of ours, and you let me know what jumps out. Okay. First up, hits from the Bing. Okay. I'm assuming since we're talking about 90s, it's not like Bing versus Google, but more like Chandler from Friends. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and um, Bing being like Bong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Okay, <laughs> That's yeah, the easy I love connection. That. Uh, Elaine in the membrane. Okay, that was great. I'm, I would smoke a lot of Elaine in the membrane as, you know, a major Julia Louis-Dreyfus fan. Um, you know, we got we to gotta stand. And I love it. It works on a lot of levels. Uh, this, is, this is a little bit similar. Insane in the Niles Crane. Okay. <laughs> you all are really testing me on my, like, white sitcom knowledge. Like, I'm way better than books. But I know that this is Frasier, right? 
I believe is it is. I, okay. <laughs> Frasier's a, a big black hole in my head. So okay, well, I you know I didn't follow the Cheers spinoffs, but I will say that uh, yeah, it sounds good. I imagine this one has like a monocle, and like its dad mm. doesn't respect it very much. That's, that's how, right. you know I see this one. Um, but yeah. And lastly, Al the Bundy on the left hand side. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's the duchy. We get it. We get it. We're here for it. I love it. Al Bundy, uh, a real hero of the, like, you know, have a hot wife and be disappointed by life club. <laughs> um, I love it. Married with children. Uh, a lot of people are in that predicament. And I think that the pandemic has made it stressful. So I hope that all the parents and, you know, uh, wifeys and husbands out there can get a little toke. I'm happy for them. I, I love that. I think my favorite one... It's got to be Elaine in the membrane. We love it. Yep, we love yep. Elaine. You know, the commercial for it. I don't think there's commercials for weed, but there's a commercial for it. I like <laughs> it to be, be dancing, day. right? Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, these are so ridiculous. But just <laughs> right, like that, right. we have checked our tips. Stay safe. Remember the 90s fondly with your, you know, local legal weed. And uh, we'll be back <laughs> after some ads. <laughs> What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, everyone's (laughs) getting flowers. (laughs) Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? 
Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash wad today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash wad. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Denmark is continuing to deny residency permits to Syrian refugees in the country. Over 250 Syrian refugees have had their residency permits revoked or denied for approval, making Denmark the first country in the EU to essentially strip them of their asylum status. The country started reviewing the permits of refugees last year after Danish authorities claimed that parts of Syria have improved significantly. And that went against analysis from the EU and the United Nations, which described most areas in Syria as not stable enough for people to return. The move is being seen as the latest attempt by Denmark to tighten up its border and to target migrants and minorities within them. I don't like ugly. Uh, employees at Disneyland and Disney World are finally allowed to show off their ink. Disney announced yesterday that its amusement park workers are now free to express themselves with jewelry, nails, gender-neutral hairstyles, and tattoos that are deemed appropriate. That means your Captain Hook lower back piece is okay as long as he is not shown piloting his ship while wasted. It's very important oh. that he be sober as he's attacking children. Uh, this is a huge deal for Disney, which has always been extremely strict about its employees' appearances. The Disney look is a real thing, y'all. Look it up. Uh, the park literally did not allow facial hair until 2012. In my mind, that's why Jafar is always so pissed off. I mean, you know, one of several reasons. <laughs> Keeps getting yeah. swerved. Um, but the decision came after a 16-month focus group of employees suggested the company add inclusion to its core values. That also led the park to remove racist portrayals in rides like Splash Mountain and the Jungle Cruise, finally. Uh, Disneyland in California is set to reopen at the end of this month. Yeah, so let your freak flag fly, employees. <laughs> as long as your, it's a tattoo. Your, yeah, your, your <laughs> tattoo flag of, of Captain mm-hmm. Hook is what I mean by that. Okay, uh, <laughs> turns out there is money in tech because the cryptocurrency exchange platform Coinbase went public yesterday and ended the day at about $330 a share. That brings hey. the company's total valuation to $85.7 billion and makes founder and CEO Brian Armstrong's stake worth $13 billion. Congrats, I guess, Brian. Uh, another big winner was the rapper Nas, who backed Coinbase early and saw his investment grow to over $100 million yesterday. Congratulations, Nas. For investors, <laughs> Coinbase offers a way into the world of crypto that might have less volatility than the coins themselves. Not everyone has the ice in their veins that lets them casually gain or lose $50,000 in a day because Elon Musk tweeted a Bitcoin meme that was confusing. Hmm. Speaking of Bitcoin, <laughs> its price soared yesterday uh, thanks in part to the Coinbase IPO. Bitcoin reached its record high of $64,000 and Dogecoin surged to $0.14, cents, up about 2,400% since the start of the year. Dogecoin started as a joke. Uh, there's only one person who is laughing now, though, and it is me. Uh, it is so I can mask my frustration at being left out. Yeah, Dogecoin's going to the moon. Dogecoin is off the leash. Okay, so checking back in with the man who's defending sex traffickers against the cancel culture, future former Congressman Matt Gates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> CNN published a report yesterday based on interviews with two women who say they attended house parties with Gates and witnessed drug use and payment for sex. The news came on the heels of reports that Gates's political ally, Joel Greenberg, was cooperating with the Justice Department and will likely strike a plea deal. Greenberg Ooh. is a former tax commissioner in Florida 
Florida, who is facing 33 federal charges, including sex trafficking of a minor. And according to the Daily Beast, he made more than 150 Venmo payments to dozens of young women and received several suspicious payments from Gates. This all looks very incriminating for Gates, but we can assume he'll find a way to blame it on the FBI or maybe his dad. (laughs) Uh, Last week, Gates hired two New York lawyers to his defense team, including one who represents the Trump organization. Only the worst for truly the worst guy. I'm interested in the investigators of this case being like, we looked everywhere. And then we just went to Venmo and it was all there. <laughs> like Exactly. It's... I just looked up Matt Gates on Venmo and I found that he is literally putting the descriptions <laughs> like, <laughs> quite clearly <laughs> with the payments. He is not a smart man, but those are the headlines. Well, one last thing before we go, in case you missed it, in the Pod Save the People episode called Tell the Truth, co-host Kaya Henderson tells the story of Soul City, a black utopia that broke ground in North Carolina in 1973, but came crashing down when the state senator decided to step in and destroy it. Check out this must-listen episode in the Pod Save the People feed wherever you get your podcasts. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, shave Jafar, and tell your friends to listen. <laughs> and if you're into reading and not just Elon Musk's memes for financial advice like me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at cricket.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and drive, drive safe, Captain, Captain Hook. Rufio's just out there trying not to get hit. So just be careful. Yeah. I mean, you can't swerve around Pan. You know, he's just going to just gonna fly around you anyway so yeah and if you crash that alligator absolutely will be biting that ass so keep that in mind (laughs) what a day is a production of crooked media it's recorded and mixed by charlotte landis sonia tun is our assistant producer our head writer is john milstein and our executive producers are leo duran akila hughes and me our theme music is by colin gilliard and kashaka Hey there, Brenda. It's Carol. Exactly. So which leg are we operating on? You mean arm. It's all connected. Asking the right question can greatly impact your future. Are you sure you're an orthopedist? Actually, I'm a Sagittarius. Especially when it comes to your finances. Do you have a question? Are you a certified financial planner? Yes, I'm a CFP professional. CFP professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm Jessica Reeves, and I've been analyzing and reporting on extremism for the last 10 years, and I have the gray hair to prove it. Subscribe to our podcast, Extremely, for an always eye-opening look inside the daily work of exposing, fighting, and disrupting all facets of extremism. My co-host, Oren Siegel, and I explore this ever-changing landscape and bring you stories of people and places impacted by extremism, those who fight to protect our communities, and those who offer new perspectives. You can find Extremely wherever you listen to podcasts.